Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. And as you've seen from the title, today we're going to be talking about knowledge, and we're continuing on with the, excuse me, four phases of the mind. Today we're on level two, or the four levels of the mind, and today we're going to be on level two. Knowledge. Know the motherfucking ledge. Knowledge. Knowledge is like, bro, y'all know that's one of the staples in my, um, in my, uh, Four pillars, peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, right? So when it comes to the knowledge, you know, I know I've had a conversation with people like, well, if you're always talking about understanding, then why is knowledge in your four pillars? Because, motherfucker, before I got to the point of, of the knowledge part, I mean, the understanding part, knowledge was there. And peace, love, knowledge, and freedom been the vibe since 2015. So it's just stuck. I can't just change it now because it ain't going to sound right. Peace, love, understanding, and freedom. Nah, that's going to be swag and then i've already built pollock cafe anyway i'm fucking with y'all it's just a bunch of bullshit but anyway knowledge is a gateway um and knowledge is the second level of the mind and largely the reason why that is the pillar well it was before understanding and everything but it was the pillar anyway because knowledge is the breakthrough through belief like once you can get through the cognitive dissonance the wall of cognitive dissonance your mind becomes free, right? Your mind leaves the cage. Your mind leaves a, a, the, the bondage that it's in, you know, because belief is bondage. Regardless of what anybody tries to say, tries to make you feel, belief is, is, is bondage. That what you believe in is solely based off of what you trust, and it's only one-sided. It's never off of a full dynamic. That's why antithesis are, or antitheses are a thing. You have to study the other side, and you have to learn it. Otherwise, you're just reaffirming belief. You are not gaining knowledge because <clears throat> knowledge has nothing to do with belief. Knowledge is about truth. And as we learned from the last episode, truth is largely the what truth really is. Truth is really that line that is the line that coincides between two opposing sides, bars. You feel me? And before you can gain knowledge, you have to understand the truth, right? And I'm not, I don't want to use the word understand, but I'm using, using it for sake of conversation because we know understanding is the highest level of the mind. But to truly begin to obtain knowledge, you have to utilize the truth. You have to see what the truth is. Acknowledge, that's the perfect word. You have to be able to acknowledge the truth. In order to begin to obtain knowledge, you have to be able to acknowledge the truth. Hence the word acknowledge. But anyway, when you acknowledge the truth, that means you have taken the necessary steps to one, get through the wall of cognitive dissonance. And two, after getting through the wall of cognitive dissonance, you have faced the antithesis. Right. And you are able to see, like I said, the opposing sides coming together. So gaining knowledge is when in everything you do off rip the default is to study the antithesis that's what it means to gain knowledge you are intently looking for the truth you feel me and i get it knowledge is power knowledge is this knowledge ain't shit without application to truly gain knowledge first but that's a ending point we'll talk about that next week because that's experience and that's wisdom but knowledge largely is is when the truth is presented to you and not only presented to you when you're able to when you're able to uncover 
the truth in whatever blanket that you're in. So you're able to see both sides at all times. So programming yourself to know, you feel me, is the first step in truly, you know, moving through the higher levels of the mind. When we look at science, right, this is one of the powerful pieces because it ties into a whole concept that they say, when you know better, you do better, right? And when we look at the word science, science itself means to know. Now, when we look at the word conscience, con, the word, the, the prefix con always means with. If you see con in front of something, it means with this, right? So when you see conscience, it's spelled C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-C-E, conscience. It's spelled conscience. When I, was, when I first learned how to spell that word, I always said conscience when I was trying to spell conscious, but it helped me separate that from conscious because a lot of people will spell, they'll be saying conscious, but then saying conscience they're two different words they had therefore they have two different meanings but science means to know so conscience is with knowledge right or with knowing so when you look at jiminy cricket pinocchio and all of these different things it it gives you your conscience is what you know attacks you it's really just your unconscious and subconscious minds tapping into both the antithesis and the thesis of the thing that it is that you're looking at and you're seeing both sides and it's going to remind you of the truth that's what a conscience is. It's supposed to remind you of the truth. In order to be reminded of the truth, you still have to both have both sides of opposing sides. You still have to have the opposing sides and merge them together. You dig what I'm saying? But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore, just underscore, seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, sponsors to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, sponsors to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And I had to go ahead and cut it because I was flowing and I didn't want to, you know, miss this opportunity to cut the break. So that's that for this. And that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into knowledge, the second level of the mind. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the Soul for L series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome. Picky, picky, picky back. Look, we're going to dive straight into it and continue on where it was at. So, conscience. When you have conscience, like I said, it means with science, you know what I'm saying, or with knowledge to know. So when you when your conscience kicks in, it's when your unconscious and subconscious minds are telling you the truth. You dig what I'm saying? They are they are telling you the truth of the reality, but you don't have the truth until you have faced the antithesis, until you have seen opposing sides aligning to tell you the same story. That's where the truth is. And that's when you have a conscience to nag you and say, hey, this doesn't feel right or this isn't right. You shouldn't do this. That's why if you know better, you do better. But that phrase is often cliche because nobody really dives into what it is to know better. To know better means you have transcended the level of belief. 
You feel me? To know better means you have transcended the level of belief. This is important because <laughs> people that, and it's, it's going to sound crazy, but people who are like devout believers or people who there's nothing that is more important to them than believing in something, they don't know shit and they don't know better. And it's fucked up because no matter how old you are, if you still have the believer's mindset, you don't know better. So you're still able, and this is why you have to reaffirm belief because reaffirming belief keeps you in a space where you know you don't know better or you feel deeply that you don't know better. So you don't decide to know better because if you know better, you have to do better. But if you don't know better, you don't have to do better. But if you reaffirm belief, you can stay within the pocket that justifies the bullshit that you do. Knowledge doesn't allow that. Knowledge doesn't allow you to just justify your bullshit or to pacify yourself by catering to the things that align with your bullshit. No, knowledge is about being able to make choices, not pick options, but make choices. But that's the biggest thing of what knowledge really is. Choices. You feel me? Choices, decision making, options. These things are all found within the level of the mind that is knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? There's a fine line, though, because I talk about it often. Like, There's a fine line between reaffirming belief and obtaining knowledge. And today we're going to be really peeling back the layers and getting into nitty gritty of what it is to actually obtain knowledge. Right. And the reason why I say obtaining knowledge and, you know, reaffirming belief are very similar is because people think, you know, oh, I got all of these books on the same shit. You feel me? All of the books that you read, if all of the books that you read on a certain bit of information are the same or they're telling you the same story, you're not gaining knowledge. You feel me? I talk to a lot of people, especially religious people, when it comes to study and they're like, yeah, you got to study this. And it's like everything you study substantiates your point. Nothing refutes it. So how do you know what the truth is? Well, now nah, this is the truth because I studied, I got this book, this book, and every book that you study tells you the same thing. That's one of the, the dangerous waters about religion because religion tells you, <laughs> religion only allows you to study the book that reaffirms your belief. And that's one of the dangerous parts about it because it does seem like you're gaining knowledge. That's why, I, you know, I used to always wonder, like, how many times do you have to read the Bible to get it? And when you talk to people who are saying things like, and this is where I learned that there's a difference because talking to people who just reaffirm belief and I'm, I'm using, like I said, I got to use the religion because the religion is the thing that really fucks up our minds the most. It doesn't allow us to truly think and use it. So when I use religion, it's like when I'm telling somebody that something is this, they're like, that's not in the Bible or that's not in the Quran or that's not in this. It's like, you know, there's other information that's out there, right? It's like, but for them, that's all that matters. And that's all that will matter. And that's all that can matter. Because if it doesn't reaffirm their belief, they cannot see beyond that. So everything that they do supports their claim. So here's the reality to that. There's a fine line between the perception of truth and trust. And I think because the two words start with TR, you, that people think they're synonymous and they're close to each other. Trust and truth ain't got shit to do with each other. The truth isn't always trusted. And trust does not always come from the truth. Trust me. <laughs> when we consider that belief is predicated upon trust, it's not whether somebody's telling, somebody can lie to you and not tell you the truth and you trust it. Hence how we get caught up in religions anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that we trust what was told to us rather than 
actually reaffirm actually learning. And when we constantly reaffirm something, it makes it, you know what I mean, seem like uh that's the truth. No, it's not. You trust in what you have heard multiple times over and over, but that's all you heard. This is why cognitive dissonance fucks people up. This is the difference between a, a person who can who can actually use knowledge and study the antithesis of a thing versus a person who reaffirms belief. Because when that little bit of information comes in, everybody says, I'm open-minded. You can't be open-minded if you're stuck on a level of belief. An open mind doesn't start until you start gaining knowledge. The reason being is because when you have a close, what closes your mind is the idea of trust. Whether or not I trust you or not is what allows me to be open to what you're saying. That doesn't necessarily give you an open mind because to have an open mind is almost like Sherlock Holmes said. Um, I mean, he's a fictitious character. Don't get me wrong, but the principle of what was spoken was right. He was created by a human. So the, the principle of what he's saying, he says, um, when all of the evidence he said, no matter how ridiculous it is, if the evidence points towards something, that's the answer. In a sense, he didn't really say it like that, but he was like, no matter how ridiculous it is, that's the right answer. You feel what I'm saying? And when you deduce, when you're using critical thinking and you're deducing, sometimes it can be ridiculous or seem ridiculous when you can't trust it. You dig what I mean? And that's where we at. And when it comes to reaffirming belief, it's like, People are, and when it starts with that religious mindset, this is why I tell people you have a religious mindset and motherfuckers say, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. You can be spiritual, religious mindset. That's how the conscious community got started. And that's how the conscious community keeps starting and ending in intervals because people think they're dropping knowledge and they're reaffirming belief. They're spewing belief and theory. Sounds good. Sounds good. But can you really apply it and break it down? Do you know the antithesis of what you're saying? Whenever... Whenever I do sessions, whenever people ask me questions, whenever people really want to pick my brain and shit, they always say, like I always mention, I always say the same shit. I never thought about it like that. That's because I don't reaffirm my belief. I gain knowledge for real, for real. I study all sides of a thing. You feel me? When I'm teaching about mastering the market, right? When I'm really teaching about mastering the market, I teach you how to buy and I teach you how to sell. Those are antitheses to each other. Nobody else is able to do that. I ain't going to say they're not able to, but nobody else. I even just seen a post. I even just posted it in my stories on um, Instagram where Warren Buffett was like, he says, I don't know anybody who knows how to time the market. And motherfuckers was like, yeah, because there ain't nobody time the market. Me and the Ewe gang can. We can time that bitch with damn near accurate precision. You feel me? It's different. But that's because we have the antithesis. We are studying both sides. We are truly gaining knowledge in this. None of my students trust what I say. And I don't want them to. We have not used trust in a long time. Everybody, when we come together and I ask them the question, is this a good trade or not? Everybody's tapping into their knowledge bank. They're saying, hmm, I'm not going to trust that you're right just because you're the teacher or just because you're teaching me. Because I told them in the iwi, we peers now. I'm not your, you're not my students and I'm not your teacher. We're peers. You've already graduated. You've gone through master in the market. That's why you're here. We're peers now. You feel me? So I'm going to treat you like my peer. So I'm going to ask you the questions to keep me accountable, to keep me on point. There is no belief here. There is a hundred percent knowledge base because we have to have both sides. So when I'm teaching, I'm like, yo, you have this currency versus this currency, this positive versus this negative. Now we're going to meet in the middle and see what the truth is. Okay. Well, this is a sell. This is a buy. Why? Because of all of these different things. You feel me? Shameless plug. That's not so shameless. Click the link in the bio. 
You feel me? <laughs> not in the bio, because it's not social media, but hit the website. Master the market, inflation with inflation. Um, but that whole system is predicated upon gaining the knowledge. You have to be able and be willing to see both sides of a thing. You feel me? When you have the religious mindset, you're not capable of doing that. And the religious mindset does not have to be tied to religion. You feel me? It can even be in college when you can't take a certain professor or you, you're you listening to people who passed a certain class. So you're going to take that class because the person told you it was easy. That, didn't, that person may have told you the class was easy, but the four of them was silent. You dig what I'm saying? I experienced this so much in college, like... People would be like, who do you recommend taking? I always told them the hardest teachers. I didn't know I was telling them the hardest teachers because it was still easy to me. So they'd be like, yo, I thought you said he was easy. He is. He was. Want a challenge to me? I don't know what the fuck wrong with you. Like, it's just, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, how'd you do this? Like, he be doing this and this and that and third. It's like, I paid attention. I took notes and I studied. I don't I don't really know, you know what I mean? Like, what, what you want me to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and... This is one of the reasons why, and I know I just said study, and I had to think about, you know, what I was saying. I thought you said you didn't study in undergrad. I didn't, and I, I didn't study until, like, my senior year, but in this context of what I meant by studying, I was studying without having to study, and here's what I mean by that. When I learned the material instantly in the course, I automatically, and I didn't even know that I was doing this, but this is how I knew from the jump that I never believed anybody, and I always tapped into the knowledge base because what I would do is instantly while I'm learning the material and going over it, there's always a pocket when they're doing their own examples. I would create my own, but I would create opposing examples. One thing that I will always do is work backwards and reverse engineer the problem for first. And then I will go in and just create random scenarios right there in the middle of class. And it just sticks. It just like, okay, bam, I already got the antithesis. I got both sides. I know how to do this. And I not, not only do I have both sides, I know how to work it from the back. You feel what I'm saying? So I know how to work the entire scenario. Get your mind out the gutters. <laughs> nah, because mine went to the gutter. That's why I started laughing. But you feel me? I knew how to work it backwards and shit. But I was learning early that without knowing that I wasn't reaffirming my belief in the the mathematics or whatever the case may be, or the science or the biology or whatever the case may be, I was really gaining the knowledge and I was using the other side of what I was supposed to be taught. You feel me? And for one, part of that was I was never scared to ask questions and but then it got to a point where I didn't really have to ask answer questions because the answers were always there. You feel me? And it was like once you find the opposing sides, that's when you have to find the truth. But in the system of what we live in, the education system is designed to make you believe and it's not designed to make you think or to make you know. You feel me? So you're supposed to take on wholeheartedly what the teacher says or whatever the case may be. And what's crazy? Is as intelligent as I am, as good as I did in school. I come from a state that is like 48th in education. <laughs> North Carolina is like 48th in education or some shit like that. The name of 50 states, nigga. And then you got to think about it, right? <laughs> There's only 50 continental states. Alaska and Hawaii are outside of the fucking United States. So it's like, nigga, you the last of the barrel, bro. North Carolina is legit 48 out of 50. It's 48 out of 48. But then when you add the other two states in the motherfucker, it's like, oh, yeah, y'all ain't the last, last. But it's like, if I'm not mistaken, I think the other two after North Carolina, Mississippi, and Alabama, probably the southern states. But anywho, ah, my bad, y'all. <laughs> but anywho, when you're transitioning into the knowledge base, into developing knowledge for real, for real. Antitheses are very important. 
but the overall thing and the truest reality of when you knew you have reached into a point of knowledge is when you're able to make choices for one and then options. Options are what you can create for someone else, right? Choices are what you can create for yourself. And options are often picked by someone who doesn't know the reality of what's behind the veil, I guess I would say. You feel me? Just as you have fear and faith tied to belief, you have choice and option tied to knowledge. You knew you know when you are in the space of knowledge, when you're at a point where you can consciously make a choice. If you can't make a choice and you can only pick options, you have not truly gained knowledge. Because picking options is a derivative of having to trust in what you're being told. In So Frail 3, I break this all the way down, but I use the example of fast food. You feel me? McDonald's, the marketing team and the team who makes the sandwiches and shit and tells what sandwiches are going to be on the menu, the Big Mac, this, that, and the third. They make choices. I even make it simpler than that. We ain't even got to use McDonald's. Producers make choices. Consumers pick options. You need knowledge to make, you need knowledge to become a producer. You feel me? You don't need knowledge to pick a choice. You feel me? Well, I ain't gonna say you don't need knowledge. You you don't need the same knowledge that it would take to produce. You feel what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is like, when people pick options, but they can't make, but they can't, they're not making their own choices. They have not reached the fullest level of actually having knowledge and being knowing. Right. And so when you're picking options, most people, you know, I'm gonna read the back of this label. Those are smart motherfuckers. Those are knowledgeable people because those are the people who are gaining knowledge. It's like, for example, you see the vegans and the plant based people, you know, going into the stores and what you see when they're in Trader Joe's and all this other shit. They read in the back of labels. That's knowledge. They're not just picking the shit up because it's like, oh, now you might see them over time picking shit up because now they know which options to pick. They still haven't made a choice because choice is a function of conscience, right? When you think about, when you think about um, going back to conscience, Jiminy Cricket and shit like that, when you think about that, like what nags you is the ability to make the right choice. When you don't have that nagging feeling that tears you between two different choices, it's because you don't have the knowledge to make a choice. You don't have the knowledge that gives you the better pick of the choice. And I say pick because I don't like using options because people say they use the word choose for options, which is very treacherous because how the English language plays itself out, you know, it's tricky purposely. They'd be thinking, you will give you an option, say choose. And so you think you made a choice because of the word choose, but you didn't. To make a choice means that you have applied knowledge. To pick an option means that the knowledge has been applied on you. You feel what I'm saying? But you still have to understand the knowledge to pick the right option. You feel what I'm saying? So back to the, now I can actually tie into the fast food metaphor. You feel me? When you're looking at McDonald's and shit, the Big Mac, the Quarter Pounder, the all of these different things that are on their menu, they are the choices made by corporate. They are the choices, choices made by the people who said, hey, you know what? This is what we're going to feed these motherfuckers. <laughs> you feel me? Non-negotiable. You don't go into a fast food restaurant and say, you know what? I think I want some ribs, you know what I'm saying? Some cabbage, 
you go to a specific place for that. That's when you're picking an option. When you're making the choice, you're doing it yourself. And you're going back in and you're calibrating into the choice that you made. But you need both sides of a particular bit of information to be able to do that. You feel me? There's no like. So when you're looking at how the fast food industry, they make the choices that the consumers pick. And the consumer goes in and says, you know what? I made a choice today. I think I'm going to choose to get a number four. But then over where, over over time, you eventually get to the point where you have your go-tos. You go to this restaurant, you're going to get this number. You go to that restaurant, you're going to get this number. You go to this restaurant, you're going to get this number. You go to this restaurant, you're going to get this, 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 this particular thing. Those are options. And like I said, the fact that we use the word choose is why I, I'm strategically using the word pick instead of choose because choose makes you think you made a choice and you didn't. To truly make a choice means that you have to have the knowledge behind the thing in order to act on it. This is why conscious is important. You know when you've made a choice because you know when you made a choice because what it does is when your con when your conscience kicks in, it puts you in a space where your intuition starts to tingle. So your spidey sense starts to tingle. You ever notice if you ever paid attention to it when you're picking an option, you don't have that inner feeling or that inner uneasiness if you're picking wrong. But when you're making a choice, like you ever been playing a game of, um, you know, that thing where they put the pee under the cup and then they move all the cups around and shit. When you're in that space and you're trying to decide what's right or wrong, you have a certain internal feeling. That transcends is like, yo, because you knew, OK, I saw you, motherfucker, put the pee under this cup. And now I watched where this shit moved, where, you know what I'm saying, the, the sleight of hands or whatever is going to, you know, happen. But I followed it for the most part. Right. That feeling. Is what in, invites you to and say, should I get in? This is how gambling works. This is why gambling is what it is. People don't understand that gambling is a function of knowledge. Gambling sits at the level of the mind that is knowledge, but it incorporates the level of belief. And I'm going to tell you how, because it creates the pseudo illusion that you know what you're doing when you're gambling. This is why gamblers get caught up in that feeling of I can't let it go because it's a simultaneously it's a simultaneous feeling where they feel like they know what's going on when they own when if they feel like they're they're making choices when they're really picking options and they don't get that. Because it's like when they made the when they picked the first option, they were right. Pick the second option, they were right. They really in their minds believe that I made the choice and they didn't. So because they don't have an antithesis, because they don't actually know the science behind it, they don't have they have that internal feeling that overwhelms them and overrides. And it's why I always say when we tie this into so frail, where I mention how intuition without intelligence is insecurity. And they feel the same. Most gamblers are insecure in their decisions. They're just saying shit. And then this is one of the reasons why when we talk about day trading and investing and shit like that, I tell people, if you lose that trade, let it go and move on to the next one. I always tell my students that. Don't think about the previous day. Don't think about none of that shit because that's what revenge trading is. Revenge trading gets you into a space where you're picking options to try to recoup your losses instead of making choices about what's profitable. And these are all functions of the mind, functions of the level of the mind. That's how market psychology works. They know everybody's picking an option and nobody's making a choice. Literally, 
95% of the markets lose are losers and the losers are picking options, which is funny as fuck because you actually have a system called options trading. <laughs> it's like, did you pick the right option? You feel me? I got my students. I have students who are doing options trading and it's like, I make choices and they make choices in it. They know where to, like, when you know you're making a choice, when you don't know and you have to feel and you have to feel through it, you think you know, but you don't. You have no idea. You ever heard that phrase and shit? You think you know, but you have no idea. That is where that comes from because the level of the mind that it's on. Understand we're well beyond belief. We are well beyond belief. We are tapping into the realm of knowledge. And this is where that uneasy, like I said, you get that uneasy feeling. That's what happens with gambling. When I do trades and shit, people are like, yo, you don't go chaotic and shit. Like, fuck no, because I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Literally, I know what I'm doing and I make choices. You feel what I'm saying? When I teach my students correlation, when we get to the correlation modules and we actually break down correlation, I'm like, make the choice. They would ask me like, yo, what, what, what pair should I go with? Fucking know which one works. <laughs> they be looking like, damn, saying like, you feel me? Why are you talking to me? Why you, why you got to talk to me like that? Because like the fuck you want me to do? I make my choices. You feel me? Like at the time of this recording right now, I'm in an Aussie N. Did I have to take Aussie N? No, that's one. The, that's what I chose. Why? Because everything says Aussie N is going to work for me. You feel me? And the reason why at the, the particular, I give you the currency strength, it don't matter because by the time you hear this shit, it's old. But at this particular moment, Aussie's at a minus one on the daily and a four hour time frame. And yen is at a plus three on the daily, plus seven on a four hour. The fuck? These are these work. And yen is going to push the Aussie down. Aussie wants to sell. So I'm going to go with the sales and I'm going to use a motherfucker who's going to push the sell into, into fruition, into motion. Go with it. I made a choice because I knew what the fuck was going to happen. I didn't pick an option with the hope that it was going to happen. <laughs> and I laugh at the word hope every time because hope is crazy. I broke down the etymology of hope. I said it before. Hope means assumed certainty. That is an oxymoron. How do you assume certainty? You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible to assume certainty. Because to assume that something is certain is crazy. That's crazy as fuck. That's insanity. Imagine how many people are hopeful and they are they are full of an assumption of assumed certainty. That's what it means to be hopeful. That's insane. It's crazy. But a lot of people have a knowing that they need to know. And you don't know until you learn. And you don't learn until you pass through the wall of cognitive dissonance. Everything else is what you trust. I know so many people who tell me shit like, yeah, I study. No, you don't. You don't study like me. So don't even bring that shit to me. And this is not an arrogant thing to say I study better and I'm smarter than motherfuckers. No, I just study both sides. I study both sides. And I like, for example, when it comes to religion, I simply ask people, if you're going to study the Bible, you feel me? And they're like, yo, I read the Bible, King James. I'm like, what version do you read? King James. I like read King James book on demonology. <clears throat> no, I ain't reading King. Why? For one, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I tell people that shit just because I'm being petty. I actually read the book. The book don't even, it ain't really about demons. <laughs> I don't know why it's called demonology. It's funny because it's not really about demons. It's not on no scary shit like summoning demons and no shit like that. But it shows the power of the mind. That is the level of belief. 
to where instantly you have literally shut yourself out of fear because you don't understand something. Now y'all see why I say fear and faith are the opposite sides of the same coin, but fear is when you avoid something because you don't know anything about it. You don't understand it and you don't have the desire to understand something. People think fear is some scary shit. It ain't fear is subtle. Fear what you don't know, fear what you don't understand because fear is the basic level of the mind. You feel me? So I tell people that it's like, well, why would you tell somebody to read demonology if they Christian read it? Because of the title, for one, and then the author of the book. It's the same author. Like people who have read So Frail, a lot of people who have read So Frail also read Hitting the Raw. Do the two books have anything to do with each other? No, of course not. But it's the same author. And they're like, I want to know how this author thinks. Why? Because it gives you a better example of what it is that I'm expressing. You feel what I'm saying? In so frail, although I centered everything around masculinity, I also gave you the antithesis of masculinity, which is femininity throughout the entire book. The entire way I was walking you through the full uh, the full perspective of seeing an antithesis before I even showed you everything was the duality and the balance. I put the good and I put the bad. I put the highs and I put the lows. I put the ins and I put the outs. I gave two examples of everything, two dualities, because that's how my mind works. And it's not how it just like works by natural design, because it's like I had that is from the area of knowledge. When you're truly gaining knowledge, you need the opposing sides to find where the truth resides in the middle. Truth is the impetus for knowledge. So when I tell people truth is relative to the experiencer, it is because it's in your experience in gaining truth are you willing to actually go to the depths of the antithesis not many people are they go to the depths of only studying the thesis to make sure they reaffirm their belief that's scary that's scary to me because it's like i used to be that way i used to be that way it wasn't until i actually looked at religion for what it was like i studied when i say i studied the bible i studied religion i studied like my religion and my belief system, I studied it for seven years straight. And then it just like in that seventh year, I was like, yeah, I've been reading this shit, the same shit over and over again. It's like, I'm not getting anything new out of it. I don't know how other people can say every time I read it, I get something new out of it. I don't. I didn't. I never got anything new out of it because it was like the level of belief. My mind literally was not in a space or a capacity to see another side to it. For example, in one of my favorite verses is... Isaiah 54 and 17, no weapon forged against you shall prosper. I love that fucking verse. That was going to be my next, not my next tattoo, but at the time it was going to be one of the tattoos I was going to get. First, I got Philippians 4.13, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then I was going to get no weapon forged against me shall prosper. This is how antithesis works. When you're in a state of belief, you're only going to see things that can reaffirm your belief. Literally, literally. The very verse above, no weapon forced against you shall prosper is, for I am the creator of the, for I create the destroyer to work havoc in your life, and he can only do what I allow. Then it says, no weapon forced against you shall prosper. Then I started seeing dualities. I was like, wait a minute. That's why the weapon doesn't prosper. Because you give it limitations that it can only do so much. And then I think about the story of Job. 
when God took all of his shit and killed every, like, the motherfuckers think it was the devil that did it, and it's not. It's because when you're reading it, you completely overlook that God can be bad, so you don't see God doing bad shit. Because you reaffirm your belief. You don't read it to understand it. And that's very scary and very dangerous waters because a lot of people really think they're learning. And in thinking that they're learning, they're not. That's why they stay in a limited space. So when we consider why I keep going back to religion is because religion is the only point where people will not study antithesis, which transitions into every aspect of their life. If I don't trust it, if it's not aligned with me, then I don't want to dive into it to gain the knowledge. Therefore, I don't gain the truth. Why do you think betrayal hits so hard? Betrayal hits so hard because you just got the antithesis. That's all. When women wild out and men, because men wild the fuck out too when they get cheated on, because it's the lie came out. But it wasn't the lie. People got to get out of that. Don't look at the point that it was a lie. It was the truth. <laughs> That's the paradox. People would say, yo, you lied to me. No, I just didn't tell you the other truth. I didn't tell you the whole truth. Well, that's a lie because I'm about, all right, no, you just don't have the antithesis. Betrayal derives from an antithesis being real, the antithesis being revealed, and, and you not understanding the full capacity of what it was that you believed in. Like, people really think, they be like, I know this person. My grandma used to tell me all the time, you never know somebody you know of them, and I get what she meant by that now. Because now I understand the levels of the mind. It's like, I believed in the person that they presented to me. I believed it. I didn't know this person. I believed who this person showed me that they were. That's it. And then when the truth came out, it was like, I knew you were scandalous. I knew you was this type of person. I felt this energy. Why didn't you trust it? Why didn't you trust it? Because in reaffirming belief, you deny the antithesis. Knowledge does not deny the antithesis. That's how people are able to obtain the truth. The truth don't give a fuck about any of that shit. It's going to be the impetus that says, hey, you have both sides now. Choose. And people, that's where betrayal comes in. Because it's like, I trusted all of this shit and all of this and none of that, 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 that. But did you know? Did you believe that this was going to be a good cakewalk walk in the park or whatever? Or did you know what kind of walk you were getting into? I seen this woman. She was talking about how man, the man showed both sides of her of him and she only saw the side she wanted to see. You know what I mean? She was like, yeah, he was like in and out, like selectively, like doing this and doing that. And you know what I mean? But she chose to see the bit like women be in relationships and situationships for six motherfucking years. Because they don't see both, they don't see the antithesis. They see the thesis that substantiates they claim. And then when it all hits the fan, somehow I knew that you was like this. I knew I shouldn't have got involved. Well, if you knew all of this shit, why didn't you act on it? Because you believed. You trusted. And you didn't respect the truth that was there. Because you didn't know the truth that was there. Simply because you didn't choose to gain, you didn't seek to gain the knowledge. This is why you had to pick the available options and not make the choice. You ever notice how when people be like, yo, when you keep something from a motherfucker and they cheat, it's like, yo, you should have just told me from the jump. You didn't give me the opportunity to make the choice. Through all of the bullshit, through however she treated me when we was together and, you know, I got cheated on, broke up. I respect her 100%. And I respect her so much because she told me these words and I'll never forget them. 
And it ties into this episode. She said, because one of her friends was like, don't tell him. Are you going to do it again? Nah, I'm never going to do it again. Bullshit. She made a whole relationship with the nigga and shit. Got praying and everything. But she's like, nah, I'm not going to do it again. But here's what she said. I'm telling you because I don't want to take your choice away. That's powerful. Because now that I'm in hindsight looking back at it, I was trusting her. That means without having my choice, the highest level I could have been with her was only belief, only trust. I had to trust that she was doing right. But I had the opportunity to make a choice because now I know what kind of person you are. I know the full totality of what you're capable of, and I have a choice to either stay with it or walk away from it. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power because when you have power, you have the ability to make a choice. That's what makes you powerful. When we look at how, you know, we look at the supremacy structure, whatever the case may be, it's like nobody else has a choice. That's why their power reigns supreme because you don't have a choice. You're not given a choice behind how you're going to maneuver within this paradigm. It's kind of one of those get down and lay down. doesn't mean it has to stay that way. Trust me, it doesn't mean that it has to stay that way. You can learn the ins and outs of the game. But that comes into the question of, do you really want to know? That's the real question. Do you really want to know? A lot of people pretend that they do. They're like, yeah, I want to know the truth. I want to know this. I want to know what you like. I had so many people tell me, shit like, I want to know everything you know. You can't. You can't. You want to believe this shit so you can go regurgitate it to another motherfucker that you can stand on. No, no, but you don't want to know what I know. Trust me, because there's a dark side that you got to walk down to see this shit. And I'm not saying dabbling in no dark arts or no shit like that, but I'm saying light and dark. When I do when I do jam sessions and I say certain things, I say them for a reason. In one of my jam sessions, I said, I'm light and dark. I take the walk and I kick the walk. It's easy to me. I took the walk. The antithesis road is not a good road. That's why a lot of people never gain knowledge. So if this is only the second, we're going to stay and keep the flow. But if this is only the second level of the mind. What you think is going to happen when we start talking about the third level and the fourth level? A lot of motherfuckers struggle with the level that I'm talking about right now. You know why? Because the truth is hard. The truth is hard to face. The truth be staring you right there in your face and you can't even see it because you're like, nah, I don't want to believe that. Because you've been reaffirming beliefs so much in your life, you've been thinking you gained the knowledge and you're not. You're not. That's why that betrayal is. That's why when that little bit of information, this is why I understand. I always tell people. The mind is the strongest, weakest thing in the world. And I say the mind is a, it's like a rubber band. And this is why I don't drop knowledge like I used to on social media and shit like that. Because motherfuckers would just believe in me. They wasn't studying it. They wasn't fact checking me. They wasn't going back into the deeper archives like I was doing and studying the full information. They would just drop their knowledge, King. Drop their knowledge, King. I stopped doing that shit because I hate that. I'm like, y'all know I'm coming from understanding, right? And y'all want to stay on the first level because y'all trust me? Fuck y'all. I don't want to do this shit anymore. That's not fair because that's manipulating people. I just happen to have the integrity to say, no, I'm not going to do that shit because I know how delicate the mind is. And if I give you your information too strong and it pops your mind, it can drive you fucking insane because you had to deal with the betrayal. You got to that wall of cognitive dissonance is something else. It's one thing to keep running into it and it's staying up. But I got the capacity of if you try to go down that rabbit hole with me. And I think you, you, oh, I want to know everything you know. I don't hold back. I don't hold back. 
I'm going to give you everything I know. Now, if that rubber band pops too fast because you rush, that's nothing to do with me. And then now you're looking at me like something's wrong. Like, there was this woman that I was talking to, and she, <laughs> if you was around for this era, you probably remember this shit. Because, like, she made, like, eight Instagram pages. This was when my Instagram page, this was before I changed it to Justine. It was uh, I Nest Suit Racine the first, right? And I might go back to that. But um, I like Justine. It's so much better. But... She made like eight pages and she just kept going off to my I necessarily seen the devil worshiper, the fuck boy, all these different things. And the reason why is because her rubber band popped. When you come to me and you think, and this is another thing where I had to stop paying attention to the age of people, because we were nine years apart. She was nine years older than me. We were nine whole years apart. So I'm thinking, yo, you ahead of the game, supposedly. How am I teaching you shit? Ain't nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying, like, but it was she was not learning. She was just trusting everything that I said and reaffirmed. Like, so when the antithesis came out, oh, we can't be together because you're not in this space to be here. Nobody didn't want to hear the truth. Popped her fucking rubber band. Made her go like, because you're not trying to fully understand. the full, You're not trying to reach knowledge. You're trying to believe. So when I would be like, yo, I was, I've had women like, yo, I want to do investing. I want to do this shit. But I just give you the money and let you do it if we get together. Nope. Because then what's going to happen when, when I'm not together? Now you fucked. Like, these are skills that I have. These are resources that I have. They're not going anywhere. Because I know what I'm doing. You believe in what I'm doing, so you're going to trust me. Then it's like, what happens when it's all said and done? You feel me? And these are the things that I'm saying because it's like betrayal is a motherfucker. Betrayal is a motherfucker. And when you, and it's largely tied to what you don't know. And you don't know that you don't know it until the blow up happens. And that blow up is, is a derivative of that wall of cognitive dissonance. Truth breaks the wall of cognitive dissonance. And it does that shit like juggernaut. It runs straight through that motherfucker. That's why when a motherfucker get the truth, that's why you hate it so bad. You end up hating the people that knew. You end up hating everything about it. Like, I had to come to terms with actually forgiving my homies. Some of my homies. Because we had went out one day. And it was me, my um, girlfriend at the time, all of our, like, it was just a friend, friendly get out. And we had a good night at the party. Some dude pulled up, like, we was at cookout eating and shit. Some dude was like, he was calling my girl name and shit. And I was like, why he calling you? Everybody's like, nah, he's not calling her, blah, blah, blah. So everybody covered for it. Everybody covered for it. I didn't find out until, like, after we had broken up and everything. And we was having conversations come out. I said, so y'all knew this shit and y'all kept it from me. I said, let me, let me, let me, let me explain something. Let me ask y'all this. If the roles were switching, if it was a chick calling me, what would y'all have done? Would y'all have covered for me? Ray, you right. I'm sorry. I apologize. I know. And I was mad because I was betrayed. Because you knew. But at the same time, that ties into that level of the mind. And when I got to that next level of the mind, I was able to forgive them and move on because it's like, I know code. That's code. That's your girl. That's your homie. I'm not mad. I can't be mad at y'all loyalty for your homie. But I'm also mad that y'all weren't loyal to me. But I'm like, damn, y'all were stuck in a fucked up situation because y'all had to be loyal to both of us. You feel what I'm saying? But in the moment, y'all cover for her because you thinking it's like, yeah, she knew who that nigga was. And y'all knew that she knew who that nigga was. And y'all knew that nigga was calling her. But y'all try to make it look like I was crazy. Like, I'm not hearing what I'm hearing. You feel me? So I was like, all right. It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. But that taught me the truth. That taught me the power of truth. 
truth is the impetus that leads you into knowledge. You cannot obtain knowledge if you are not willing to face the truth. Truth is not beautiful. Truth is also not ugly. Truth is what the fuck it is. That's why truth is relative to the experiencer. People look at truth as what they can believe and trust in. Mm-mm. Truth is the agreement of opposing sides. You have to realize when these opposing sides say the same thing. And that is when you know you are gaining knowledge. That is when you are, know you are walking into the, into the actual mental space of knowledge. This is why I'm like, when people tell me, oh, everybody got their own beliefs. Mm, cool. That's why I don't believe shit. <laughs> when I tell motherfuckers I don't believe shit, they be thinking, oh, you're an atheist. You're just in the third. See that? See where your mind is? You don't even have the knowledge to understand or see the truth that somebody can actually do something without being wrapped up in one thing. Like, you know how that phrase goes. Um, if you're not with me, you're against me. No, bitch, if I'm not with you, I don't give a fuck about what's against you. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. But people can't see that because that's the mind of the belief. It's like, yo, you have to be picking a side, fear or faith. If you're not running towards this, that means you're running from it. No, I'm standing in the fuck still looking and observing and seeing what the fuck is going on. You feel what I'm saying? Like one thing black people do. <laughs> and it's funny because I still do this shit now because you got to know what's up. But I started to see certain things and I stopped doing it because it's like sometimes that can fuck you up too. You feel me? It's like when you see one black person running, you all run. This is a, a psychological thing that is imprinted within our DNA while we do shit. But you feel me? It's like you never know who's coming behind you. You feel me? Because we know what's up. But when you see them taking our running, it's something I had to learn. I seen people take our running and I stood there. The nigga wasn't chasing me and the motherfucker had too much momentum to stop at me and kept running, chasing them, which gives me the, the freedom to, if I had to run, I could run the other way. It's like, but you take off running for nothing because you're trusting what they're running from, but you don't know what they're running from. Think about that. Instantly in the moment, the emotions kick in and you trust, oh shit, why the fuck this motherfucker running? I'm gonna run with him. Why? You have no idea what you're running from, but you're trusting in somebody's running. See how the mind works and see how quick it happens. But when you know, so I'm not fucking moving. I don't even know what the fuck this is. You feel me? I've had people get mad at me because they wanted me to agree with them. I said, I don't know anything about that. What you mean? Like, what you mean? What I mean? I don't know. I can't co-sign what you talking about just because you think I'm supposed to know. No. That's something that is very funny to me. Like a lot of my homies and I don't, and see, I'm a very modest person with my shit. So I know a lot of homies who be like, yo, I know you know about this. Nope. I'll tell you right now, before you even go on and you start having this conversation, talking to me like I know about it, thinking I'm going to chime in. Nope. Don't know. Can't tell you, homie. Couldn't tell you, chief. I don't know shit about that. I was talking to one of my, um, my homies in the Iwi and we was like, um, they was like, yeah, because I know you know. No, I don't know shit about no technical shit about some of that shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I really couldn't tell you about a lot of that shit that we that they talk about, like like P threes and all of this other. I don't know. I know how to read charts. Now, granted, you can show me this information. I can show you how it is on the chart when you explain it to me. But I don't know shit about that shit. You feel me? I remember when that little blue eye thing was going on, and I was like, yo, what the fuck is this blue target? <laughs> One of my homies was like, yo, you really don't know nothing about that? Nah. I thought you was playing. Why I got to play for? Because 
I'm so knowledgeable in a lot of shit. Motherfuckers really believe that I know everything. So I have to, when I know that I'm coming at people from the levels of the mind, the certain levels of the mind, it's like, y'all, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I can't have a conversation with a motherfucker about some shit I don't know. And that is because of the way in which I have pushed my mind. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, Forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, Forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? I ain't even going to get to the level of understanding today because I can't. It's the last part of the mind. But for right now, we're going to stick on here. It's like, like when I'm talking to people, it's like, I don't want you to believe me. Like I've had people say, I just want to sit down and pick your brain. You can't. My brain is unpickable. Like, what are you going to pick? Like, really, like when I ask that question, like I really got to know what people are think are trying to gain. I want to pick your brain. Okay, that's why you got to pay me. But I want to pick your brain about what? Well, what do you know about this? I can only answer the question to what you believe. To the level in which you believe, that's the only way that I can answer the question. You feel me? I broke this down and I talked about this one time before. But one of my little cousins, I told him, I said, yo, I'm a genius. He was like, you ain't no genius. I said, I'm a genius. He asked me a math problem. I got the math problem right. He was like, damn. I said, see, let me show you where you fucked up. You asked me a question you knew the answer to. That's the only way you can go. You can't ask me a question that I don't know the answer to. And because I know and I have already gone beyond the levels of mind that you have already gone through, because he asked me like a math question on like 10th grade math. I was like, bro, you can only answer the question. You can only ask me a question that you have the answer to when you're at that level. I've already surpassed that. So, of course, I'm going to answer your question. So it's really going to it's really going to look like I'm a genius to you. You feel me? But that's how the mind works. That's the levels of the mind. I'm like, if you really wanted something, you would ask me a question on the philosophy of some shit. That's how you can test where my knowledge is. Because then I can say, here's this side and here's this side. That's why motherfuckers, when it comes to conversation, conversation and conversing about religion and spiritual, I'm like, yo, you, you don't, you don't want to talk to me about beliefs. You don't. You want to see if there's any chink in the armor for what I said, because what I'm saying is making you shake it, is shaking your foundation. I've literally had motherfuckers try to sleep on shit and then come back to me and say, I remember when you said this about this. All right, cool. Let's break it down. Oh, wait, you know more? Yeah, I do. I think I stopped there because that's where you went. That's as low as you. That's where you went. I can only match you where you at. Now let's see if you can come where I'm at. And motherfuckers can't. They can't because they're not willing to gain the knowledge. You feel me? That's why it's like when you look at how when people ask me, like I, I tell them straight up, I'm like, yo, this is a book about astrology. That and the Quran. And I'm like, yo, what do you like? They're like, what you mean? It's not. It's this. Then it's like, all right, you can call me whatever. You feel me? Like when people I know people who tell me that crystals are demonic and you can actually use crystals in the Bible because it says it in Deuteronomy. So what are you really reading? 
You're not. You're reaffirming your belief and you're studying the things to make your belief stand firm to you. But that betrayal hits because now everything you once stood on and the longer you stood on that shit, the deeper the betrayal is. Because now you're running back. Yo, how much of my life did I waste because I didn't know shit and I believed everything that I thought I knew? Belief is deadly, bro. It's deadly. But knowledge is even worse when you don't know because now I spent too much time on belief. That was for last week. But now it makes it segues heavy into this because imagine knowledge is where you're able to make a choice. What are you really doing when you believe? You're not even picking an option because knowledge is where options and choices are. You're indoctrinated. That's what indoctrination is. Indoctrination is acceptance without the capacity to make a choice or pick an option. You feel me? You don't even have the choice to pick an option. You dig what I'm saying? Think about it like this. In elementary school, that's when the indoctrination happens. I'm going to keep it on a basic level. We don't know shit about nutrition. We just get a lunch. Some of the wildest shit ever. We was eating cheeseburgers and drinking chocolate milk, y'all. <laughs> They've been fucking our bodies up for the longest. Think about it. Think about what the think about what the meal was. Fridays, you already knew we had pizza. Pizza, chocolate milk, or whole milk, whatever. I drunk chocolate milk. Pizza, chocolate milk, and french fries. Ultimately. I'm, I'm talking elementary school. That's a Friday. Pizza, chocolate milk. <laughs> pizza, chocolate milk, and french fries. I'm going to leave it at that because there was so much shit going on with that shit. But we ate it. We didn't even have an option. Yeah, you went through the line and you had like little, okay, you're going to get pizza this day or whatever the case may be. But you didn't have a choice. You damn sure didn't have a choice for, for, for sure, but you really didn't have an option either. You feel me? You just ate it. You didn't even know that this was good or bad for you. It was horrible. It's fucking horrible. When we really think about it, look about it. Think about this. Just think about the meal. When I break it down, you'll see why. Like the cheeseburger in elementary school. It was the burger, the cheese, that's it. You know, might put pickles on it. I'll give you little pickles on the side to do whatever. But think about that. The burger is the protein. It's the meat. The bread is the starch. Right? And then you had cheese on that bitch. None of that shit is food combined properly. According to food combining, you can't mix starches and protein together. Your body doesn't digest them at the same time. And then we're not supposed to be eating cheese and dairy because we're lactose intolerant. We don't. The reason why we're lactose intolerant is because we don't have a lactase enzyme. We have a protease enzyme, a nuclease, nuclease enzyme. We have lipase enzyme. We have the amylase enzyme. So that's for protein. It's for breaking down proteins, nucleic acids, starches, um, protein, nucleic acids, starches, and lipids. Right. That's what that's for. And your body is only going to respond a certain way. So with food combining, like I said, proteins and starches don't digest at the same time. But we're eating a protein and a starch every day together when we eat sandwiches and we eat shit like that. Like, and then we're drinking milk and cheese, lactose intolerant. Our body doesn't break shit down. It don't. The shit just sit right there literally and turns into shit. We don't have a choice or an option, but we were indoctrinated. That's what indoctrination is. That's what indoctrination is. Your complete choice and option is stripped away from you, and you have to believe that this is what's good for you. It's crazy, right? And that's what the education system does to us, makes us believe this shit. 
So then when we get older, we like you go on autopilot, you don't even think twice about the shit that you put together. Cause it's like, how does my body work with this? It don't, it don't, it's, it, it don't, it's not supposed to, but this is where the knowledge comes in because we think we're making a choice. That's where, you know, I re- that's where I was really di- driving to. All of our lives, they gave us options and made us think we were making choices. So what's your choice? You know, you cho- they tell you to choose an option. You don't choose options, you pick options. You choose choices. The words are that powerful. You choose choices. But what's the choice? The kids who brought their lunches to school, they made their parents made the choice for them. But even that was awesome shit. Like motherfuckers got sandwiches and chips and shit like that with some fruit roll up and gushers and shit. None of that shit was supposed to be eaten together, yo. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it's a part of the knowledge that we don't have because when you don't have the knowledge, you have the inability to make a choice. Knowledge is that powerful. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. They think, okay. And you know what's crazy, though, too, is like in reaffirming belief, thinking that you're gaining knowledge, you think that's where your power lies. How much power does it have if in any moment I can tell you something that completely shattered that reality and the power is gone? You dig what I'm saying? I had a lady one time and this I got I got I didn't get cussed out, but I got rebuked. I got rebuked in the name of Jesus, and I'm going to tell you what I got rebuked in the name of Jesus for. I was in Philly, and this elderly lady, she's sitting outside of a store, with a, and she's in a wheelchair. You know, she asked me about, you know, her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and she says, you want, you need to try to hand me a bit from, she said, he's a healer, he's this and the third. I said, well, how come you can't walk? Why he ain't heal you? Now, mind it, I'm being petty. I'm being petty. I'm purposely being petty. This is, and... This was fucked up, but this was at a time when, like, when I first woke up, so anybody could have got the smoke. I ain't give a fuck, like, you feel me? Because that betrayal was there. I got through that wall of cognitive dissonance, and that betrayal was there because I couldn't trust anybody. Because truth had been revealed to me, and there was no longer trusting anything. And again, that's why I said, because I guess because it starts with the TRU, people think truth and trust are the same thing. They're not. They're not. They're not. So when I started gaining the truth, I couldn't trust anybody no more. So I'm, you know, kind of tight. I'm like, yo, so why you can't walk? If prayer worked, I'm sure you prayed several times that you want your, your 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 mobility back. You didn't get it. So prayer don't work. We can't say it worked conditionally. We're working conditionally on some stupid shit. You feel me? What doesn't what does work is action, plans, plots, and strategies. And that's where you have to that comes from the knowledge base of making choices. A lot of people be thinking that, you know, oh, I pray for this so it worked. Mm-mm. After you, that's why they say faith without works is dead, because the work is when you take that responsibility to make a choice. In the work, you're going to learn the certain dynamics and the realities of what it takes to understand the truth of this situation, to make the choice to make this a reality. Manifestation, that's all it is. People are like, yeah, I did X, Y, and Z, and then, you know, okay, did it work out for you? Nah, it just wasn't for me. Because you ain't do your work. You didn't make the choice. You try to pick an option. And no options were available to you. Because here's the thing about stepping into the realm of the mind of knowledge. Once you get here, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Once you get here, it ain't nothing handed to you no more. Children are in a state of belief. That's it. Children are like, you know how that phrase, God protects um, fools and babies? 
there's levels to that reality, especially when you understand the tree of life. Fools and children are believers. Hmm. Hmm. Look at that. Fools and children are believers. They have no knowledge. They just do shit. They just do shit. They don't think about shit because they don't pick a side. You feel me? But largely children don't have fear. But at the end of the day, it's either fear or faith. Believers are faithful. Children are fearless. You feel me? But none, neither one of them are knowledgeable. Knowledgeable to the point where they can discern the truth. But you have to trust in what gives you what you think is the truth. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I, I watch how, you know, I've had, like I said, I've had real conversations with religious people who are awesome. You don't, you just think you know the word. And as I'm breaking down the word and shit, and they're like, how did you get that out of that? Because, nigga, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's it. When you learn how to study both sides, you know the truth. You feel me? That's why I ask people, I'm like, yo, how are you going to study your religion and not study the council and I see it? They tell they they built your religion. Niggas really told me if if I study the council and I see it, will it make me stop believing? It might. It might reaffirm it. It might make it stronger. It might be, you know what I'm saying? And it might be one of those situations like, you feel me? I knew a homeboy, right? And this is ties into what I'm saying. I knew a homeboy who went to prison. His girl was cheating on him. I told him, hey yo, your girl out here cheating on him. Nigga, I don't need to hear that shit while I'm locked up in here. All right, nigga. All right, nigga. Then he got out. Y'all niggas didn't hold me down, man. She out here fucking off a nigga. I told you. Why'd you get out here trying to fuck with her? What you want me to do? Beat her up every time and, and serve, like and lock her down? Like, no, nigga, that's what the fuck happens. That's what the fuck happens. And then I gave you the knowledge and you felt like I did you wrong? Nah, you knew what kind of bitch you was fucking with. You know why? Because you took her from the last nigga that went to prison. Motherfucker. And that's something a lot of motherfuckers can't deal with. You feel me? But I'm saying that to put it into perspective for the principle exactly what it is that we're going on. Don't nobody want to hear it. Nobody wants the truth. And people be like, yo, just just tell me the truth. I can't. I can't because I don't know what the other side is for you. What is it that you really hold on to that you need the missing pieces to? The missing, the missing pieces too. A lot of people can't realize those missing pieces. Those missing pieces are, are very crucial in 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 the observation of what it is we're dealing with. Truth is very, very, you know, truth is very, very selective. And it's subjective and it's relative to the experiencer. Your truth may be somebody else's lie and somebody else's lie may be your truth, but that's why knowledge is important. Knowledge is the unbiased expression of when you have opposing sides telling the same story. That's your truth. Like people be like, yo, live your truth or whatever the case may be. You got an opposing side to your truth. So it's like, if you don't have both, like how can you really be honest if you're not willing to give both sides? Because we say honesty is based off of truth and everything like that. And sometimes we be like, yo, I want the truth. Just be honest. Be honest with me. Yo, tell me the truth. Let me make the choice. A lot of people can't give you the truth because they know once you have the capacity to make the choice, you're not going to choose them or you're not going to choose their side. You feel what I'm saying? If religion really offered you a choice, nobody would pick it. That's why I tell people like, 
I tell, I say all the time, like people don't really believe in their deity. They don't really believe in the religion. They don't even love the deity. They fear hell. So they make the choice, you know, or they pick the option. I'm not even going to say they make the choice because they feel either you're going to go to hell or you're going to go to heaven. All right. So what does it take to get to heaven? This is what I got to do. <sighs> I don't know if I can make it. <laughs> so people have to walk on eggshells. You can't live your life because you never know when you're going to fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You never really know when you're going to fuck up. And you, but you know you're going to fuck up. You know exactly when you're going to fuck up. You dig what I'm saying? And the, 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 the sad part about it is that nobody is willing to accept that. This, this, the, this level of the mind is the, is the, like I said, once you get here, you good money. But you got to get here. Because think about every moment of your life, you have to see opposing sides and decide to make a choice on them. When you make choices, you have reached a level of being accountable and responsible for yourself. The religious mindset doesn't allow for that. And again, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about the religious mindset. The religious mindset is solely about believing and trusting in either things or in the person that told you, the messenger, or whatever the case may be. It's like, yo, people are like, yo, don't shoot the messenger. Yes, please shoot the motherfucking messenger. Because the messenger is sent to reaffirm your belief in something. Bitch, you sent the message. What the fuck are you playing both sides for? You feel what I'm saying? Because you're now coming with the message of something that's off the other side. I have one opposing side. We got to figure out where the truth is at. Because you're not bringing me the truth. You're bringing me the side that, all right, this is what's going to happen. You know, but nobody brings true knowledge because I ain't going to say nobody. Not many people bring true knowledge to a circumstance or a situation because true knowledge requires you to, like I said, nobody wants somebody to make a choice. When you're, I looked at relationships and shit and it's like, yo, why'd you keep certain shit? You feel me? When I was young, before I got in a serious relationship, women be like, yo, you so blunt. And it's like, I, I can't get mad at you because you told me the truth and everything like that. Yeah, I let you make the choice and you chose to fuck with me. That's on you. You knew I wasn't shit, but it was like when you actually in a relationship and shit like and you dealing with an insecure motherfucker or a motherfucker who's not sure of themselves like I'm the type of motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about telling you the truth or not, because I know I can replace you if need be. I'm not saying that from a way of, you know, being disrespectful or some shit like you feel me. But I know that you're my choice. I'm choosing you right now. A lot of people don't have that power. I'm choosing you right now. I'm choosing to entertain you. I'm choosing to give you my time. I'm choosing to give you my energy. I'm choosing to do all of these things. A lot of people don't have that capacity. You feel me? And this is one of those things that is like a lot of men choose far more. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like men choose women pick. And you wonder, like, we look at so many subconscious things that we utter and we speak on that are actually real sentiments. Well, why, why are, you know, you have what do, you know, women call pick me's? Because they, they like, oh, you pick me and everything. No, they know how to get chosen. The fuck? I'm online with your truth, nigga. If I, pick me's are not like, and I, I be telling people that were like, yo, I mean, y'all say what y'all want about pick me's, but pick me's get chosen. It's you motherfuckers that say, well, I'm not a pick me. I'm this, that. Like, you don't know how to align with a motherfucker's truth. You don't. 
You believe your truth is the only truth there is. And because you believe your truth is the only truth there is, you can't align with anybody else's truth. Pygmies can. I tell women this shit all the time. Like, you feel me? You you can't. Not, I'm not in these words. Um, but in, in the way, it's like, yo, the pygmies get picked. The fuck is y'all doing? If y'all are the good women, how are y'all failing? Oh, cause see, men can't see a good woman. They can't see the value. Like, I don't, I would never understand how women can self-proclaim themselves as good, but we can't. Women would tell you, I don't trust a self-proclaimed good man. All of y'all keep saying y'all are good and y'all are still single. What the fuck is y'all doing wrong? The problem is because everybody believes they are good, but they don't know how to be good. Cause being good is a choice. Believing you are good is not a choice. Being good is the actual choice because you're consciously choosing to do right or wrong. But believing because you behave a certain way, but these thoughts don't run through your mind. Let me tell you about knowledge and being able to make a choice. When you start making certain choices for your life, certain thoughts don't run into your mind. There's a difference between not actually thinking about something and abstaining from something. A lot of people be thinking like women be like, I'm a good woman because you didn't cheat. But did you think about it? Yeah, because when the shit breaks, when the shit hits the fan, it's like all of these men that was that I had that could have did this and a third and everything. You got a lot of motherfuckers on speed dial. You feel me? Same shit. Same shit. You feel me? But people be thinking that they're good because they believe they're good, but they don't know how to really be good. You want to know if a motherfucker really knows how to be good? Tell them your problem. Vent to them and watch how they flip the situation on and make it about them. Those aren't good people. They believe themselves to be good because, oh, I'm listening. Listen, no. Do you know how to be good? Because what does it mean to be good? You have to understand. You have to make a conscious choice to find the truth in between the right and the wrong and find that common ground and let that balance be what makes you good. Being good... Being as a whole, whether it's being good, bad, or whatever, is based off a of choice, but it's based off of knowing. Anything before that, and this is why the mind is so important because we're going, and it's important that we're going through these phases. The level of belief, the first level of belief, right? There's no being there, it's only behavior. Belief is definitely is directly correlated to behavior. Knowledge starts their being because you have to make a choice to be. And then you can insert whatever that follows to be, but you have to consciously make a choice to be. You feel what I'm saying? I hope you're walking with me on it and I hope you're picking up what the hell I'm putting down. You feel me? You have to consciously make a choice to be anything. You dig what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers don't know how to make the choice to be because it requires you understanding the truth of the thing that you're trying to be. To be good, you need to know both sides of what it is to be good. To be bad, you need to know both sides of what it is to be bad. To be anything, you have to know both sides of what it is to be that thing and find the common ground and that's your truth. And then you can walk in it. A lot of motherfuckers just believe that they're supposed to be X, Y, and Z because of whatever circumstance happened in their life. They don't know how to be. Because knowing causes you to shatter through the wall of cognitive dissonance. When I tell people, when I talk about my stories and I tell the things, it's like, yo, how are you at your absolute self? You always talk about your absolute self. Cause bitch, I know me. I don't believe I'm a good person. 
I don't believe I'm a good man. I don't believe I'm the right man for, for the people. I don't believe I'm intelligent. I don't believe I'm any, I don't believe shit. I know. I know the things, I know the good and bad about myself. I know I be impulsive. You feel what I'm saying? And then, you know, it helps that I study the stars a little bit so I can say, I know I have Aryan energy that makes me impulsive, that makes me just act on shit. But I also know I have a lot of Capricornish energy in my first house of the astrology sign that makes me very, very structured. So I plan and I get shit done and then my Aries energy, boom, go ahead and initiate. That's why a lot of motherfuckers be like, yo, how do you pivot so well? Because I'm balanced right with earth and fire. I know me, but I knew this before I even knew the stars. But I know me, so I make a conscious choice to be seen. Pun intended. So when I tell people, like, yo, this is me, I know that. It's deeper than just knowing. I understand me, but we'll get to those points. I'm going to get to those points. I believed in myself a long time ago, but when you believe in yourself, that's the initiating peak. People, when you look at the levels of the mind, the moment, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. The moment you decide to believe in yourself, that's when your spiritual awakening begins. You know why? Because when you face the wall of cognitive dissonance of yourself, only way you're going to face your shadow, your shadow side is through pain. That illusion and all of the the the, the, the playful shit that you're going through, and the, the that's going to be revealed when you start to know yourself. Because now you have to see the opposing sides of who you are and find the truth that resides in it. That's when the spiritual awakening is happening because it's shattering that illusion. You're getting through the wall of cognitive dissonance. You realize you've been betraying yourself. There's a lot of shit that you just really were supposed to be doing that you let go and you can't do that anymore. What do you think a midlife crisis is about? You can no longer believe and you're starting to, your, your mind is trying to transition into knowledge of self and you can't. This is what I'm saying when people be like, yo, knowledge of self, they just study history and shit. No, nigga, what about the biology? What about a mentality? What about the understanding of the soul? Y'all niggas don't want to go through that shit. Y'all don't really want to know you. Because y'all don't really want to know shit. Because to know shit means that you start making choices. You know, when I was young, people always say, yo, you got to make better choices. I didn't know anything about making a better choice, but you can't make a choice on the level of the belief of the mind. You're not making the choice. The most you can do is pick an option if you're lucky. Because I have to trust that you have my best interest at hand. And a lot of motherfuckers don't. Like, they be like, yo, choose your friends wisely. To choose your friends wisely means you have to know yourself. Because you got to know where you're supposed to be and where you're not. Hmm. Sit with that. Sit with that. The knowing is a very, very important piece of the mind. The knowing is the very first level of the mind. And it shows how even in biblical times when they said Adam and Eve, they ate the fruit and they became knowing. Hmm, these niggas hadn't even reached the second and third levels of the mind and the knowing alone freaked them out. You know why? Because they had a choice to make. They were given the power of choice. And that's what's crazy because it's like, how do you get free will and then get punished for it? That's the reason why I come to people like, yo, well, God gives you free will. Then why are you punished for it? And people can't answer that question. And the reason why you're punished for, for it, because and they'll say, well, you know, you get the choice to do it. They don't know how to articulate it well. This is why they sound stupid, because when you believe something, you don't have the opposing side to it. You can't tell the truth. That's why it sounds so stupid to say, well, you know, we got free will. But when we got free will, like 
we, we, you got the choice if you're going to do bad, but it's free will. So if it's free will, I shouldn't be punished for it. No, the reason why you have free will is because free will is the capacity to make a choice. The choice comes with shit. That's what they're not telling you about free will. Free will is your ability to make a choice. And this now works both ways because some people will perceive, oh, free will means I can do whatever the fuck I want because of the word free. You feel me? And then you have the other niggas that say, well, it's free will, but I'm going to I'm going to choose to do God's will. So I'm not going to live my life. And it's these two different extremes. They don't find the truth in the opposing sides in which you can do whatever the fuck you want to do if you're willing to deal with the consequences. Hence why the fourth pillar in my stance is peace, love, peace, love, knowledge and freedom. The freedom precedes the knowledge. I mean, follows the knowledge, but it derives from a similar pocket. When you are when you are willing to gain knowledge, you are willing to make choices. When you will, when you're willing to make choices, live with those choices and make those choices an extension of yourself everywhere you go. You have freedom. Every choice that I make, I, I'm comfortable in dealing with the with the consequences, no matter how bad they may be. I don't want pity if they're bad. I don't want sympathy. I don't want none of that shit because I made the choice. I'll deal with it. I'll fix it. I'll do whatever I need to do. But I made the choice. As opposed to when shit just happens in my life or happens in somebody's life. And they're like, oh, my God, you're turning a chicken little and shit. Why does my life just keep happening? Why does it? You made the choice and you didn't even realize that you made the choice. And no, let me take that back. You didn't make the choice. You picked the option and you felt like that shouldn't like because you trusted in who gave you the option. You trusted in who gave you the option. Therefore, because you trusted and gave you the option, you didn't know how to make the necessary choice because you didn't know the truth which gives you the precedence and the reasoning to, to, you know what I mean? So when I tell people that I don't have to follow the will of a deity, I follow my own will. I make the choices that I need to make. That's blasphemous. No, it's not. I'm not a child. I'm a whole fucking adult. So I act like adults act. I carry myself like I don't even act. I be, and I'm able to be because I know, I know, (laughs) I know. And knowing is like, it's, it's a powerful thing. And that's only the second level of the mind. When you get to that level of knowing, when you're able to make choices, conscious choices, now, now, let's get into the three modalities. <laughs> I spent all of this time, I know, on just that level of the mind. That is mine, because now we're going to bring it home and finish it up. But now, with every level of the mind, you have the three modalities in play. Conscious mind, subconscious mind, and unconscious mind. When you consciously know, you can still subconsciously not know and unconsciously not know. But the ability to to easily make a choice, right? The conscious mind is is what has to be understood first. When you're consciously able to make a choice, you still have to have the knowledge, which means that you need opposing sides. And you need to see where that truth is. As the truth embeds deeper and deeper to the subconscious mind and to the unconscious mind, the ability to make a choice comes automatic. When you reach this level of the mind and you can bury things down into your unconscious mind, you bury your truths down into the unconscious mind, that's when you start developing who you are. That's when your essence is truly developed and truly sustained and truly impactful and changed. When you know who you are and you you know who you are, because you know the good, the bad, the highs, the lows, whatever. You know the opposing sides and where they agree. 
when you embed that into your conscious unconscious mind, magic happens. Magic begins to happen because it does it automatically. When people be saying shit like, I just knew to do this. Why? Because your unconscious mind is now kicking in on a level that is alive. I just seen this post and it was like, your conscious mind is sleep. Your subconscious mind is awake. And I had to, you know, me, I always add the third part if it's not included. I said, but your unconscious mind is alive. When you get to the point where now you know how to make a choice because everything you see in life has this part and that part and you find the truth in the middle. When you start embedding those into your unconscious mind, your decision making changes. You now can weigh out the options a lot quicker, a lot faster. And you just be like, yo, I didn't even think about going to the other side because there was nothing to think about. And you'd realize there's nothing to think about simply because your unconscious mind has already thought about it for you. You ever been in a situation like this is I teach it like this and I'm going to get back to the point that I was going to make. But I teach it like this and inflate with inflation. Like I teach the situation so much. So by the time you do a full analysis, it's already in your unconscious mind. I don't even think my students know about that. If they listen to this episode, they'll probably know now. But I teach you so well how to understand the mortgage that when you're actually going through an analysis and you're breaking it down, your unconscious mind reacts. Your unconscious mind reacts. And it's like, I do that for a reason, because once your unconscious mind reacts, you can literally, even if you're consciously trying to say this trade is going to work or this investment is going to work, your unconscious mind kicks in and says, no, it's not. And you feel so uneasy. And then it's like, you know, when you get stopped out and I do it a lot of times before it's so like, so when you get stopped out, I be like, they were like, damn, bro, son, I knew not to take it. Why'd you know not to take it? I just couldn't explain it because you had already seen the opposing sides and now it was already embedded. The study and the process is already into your unconscious mind interwoven so much that when all of the details align, your unconscious mind's already told you this will work and this won't. That's why you weren't easy about the shit. That's why you weren't easy about the shit. That's the power of the, of the mind at that level of the mind, knowing when you make a choice and now you have wired it to your unconscious mind, that uneasy feeling kicks in. And this is where intelligence and intuition come in. I tell people all the time, if you don't have intelligence, if the intelligence doesn't align with your intuition, it's insecurity. You feel me? So when I express that to people and I say, okay, this is the insecure point. That's where that deep feeling in comes in, where the anxiety starts to kick in and all this shit is because you don't know. Not only that you don't know, you don't consciously know, but unconsciously you know, and those two things are clashing with each other. So let's take it back to conscience. With knowledge, your conscience sits in your unconscious mind because your unconscious mind has taken the, the um, two opposing sides and found the truth and then wired it so well deeply within you that when it doesn't align, when the intelligence, when what you know and what you feel or, what the, or the information or the thought and the feeling do not align with each other, you get in, you get insecurity, which from insecurity gives you that uneasiness, which develops that anxiety to make you say, this ain't right. I got the uneasy, I feel uneasy about this because your unconscious mind has seen a scenario so many times that the truth is now embedded within that area so it can respond for you. Even when you're not conscious of the shit, it's going to respond for you. But this is why I tell people, you can rewrite your unconscious mind. You can e-write, you can rewrite your subconscious mind. You can bypass all levels of the mind and get straight to it. So that way you don't have to think about shit. 
this is a horn tutor and I'm going to toot my horn because I went through the trenches to do this shit. This is why I'm so good at mastering the market. Whenever I'm going over to Ewe and they're like, yo, bro, like you don't use indicators. You don't use shit. You, and you be right. You be right. Like you don't even think about it. It's like you almost just look at it and be like, mm-hmm. And it's not that I can look at it and see it and eyeball it because I know what's going on, but I know it so well that my unconscious mind even knows it too. So when I'm looking at it, I can say, hmm, that's an end. That's a start. We got a pullback. We got this currency strength. We got this. Nope, not ready. Or not. This is going to keep going down. How do you know that shit? How don't you? And it's not that I don't know. It's, 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 It's not even a matter of how do I know it. It's like I know it so well that I don't have to think about what I know. <laughs> Damn, excuse me. Mm. But I don't have to think about what I know. Yes, I'm keeping that sneeze in this motherfucker. Well, I mean, shit, if you listening to it, I kept the sneeze. Because, you know, it's one take scene. I don't like cutting these motherfuckers. Because I like everything to be organic and real. But that's the level of the mind right there. This is the second level of the mind. Knowing. Believing is not even it. Believing ain't shit. That's why religion gets so scary because it's like the whole theme of religion was to believe, to prepare you for the next level, which is to know. That's what the Aquarian age is about. A lot of people don't really understand the the, the power of what the mind really is. And y'all, this is just knowledge. These modalities of the mind, the, the conscious mind, knowing, consciously knowing is when you're constantly, anytime you see something, you're triggering yourself and you're saying, okay, bet, what's the other side to this? I had one of my homies tell me, he's like, yo, bro, like, how do you learn so fast? And like, why do you know so much? I'm not scared to go to the antithesis. I don't give a fuck what everybody else is already talking about and what's popular and what they know. Give me the antithesis of a thing. I want both. I want all the smoke. And I'm so comfortable with studying both sides of anything that I look at that you feel me? I can learn it fast and I know the truth instantly. I can find the truth in anything. Sometimes I will purposely go and find the other side just so I can have it. Because the other side is not always there. That's why when you're learning indoctrination, when you're being educated, education and knowledge are not the same thing. Albert Einstein has a quote that says, education interfered with my learning. Nigga, Albert Einstein said that shit. You feel me? I'm not trying to glorify, hype him up or nothing like that. But when you say this, this the smartest nigga ever. <laughs> so they say, they say he's the smartest man alive or smartest man to ever live. Or however they're breaking it down, I don't fucking know. But <clears throat> they're like, he's so smart. And he's a genius or whatever the case may be. But he says, education interfere with my learning. And there's several reasons for that. We're we're taught that knowledge has to be obtained the first time. No, that's belief. Belief has to be get be you. The first time you see me, you're supposed to trust me. I'm gonna wrap it up with this. Like this is why women be like, why do men lie? <clears throat> we're taught to get your number the first time we see you. Sit with that. And women, you ask, why are women so trusting? Because you're taught to give us your number the first time we Mac. So what has to happen when these two realities come together? These two are the opposing sides. The truth and the lie. 
these two are the opposing sides and they come together. You try to create a relationship with it. When we first meet you, we have to get your number. Damn, shorty, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I like this. And the I love to finish this conversation. And women will tell you, and I've had women say, when I first went to college, right? Motherfuckers was like, so all the dudes wanted to know. So what's the best way to approach a woman is now that we uncovered it? I'm like, why are y'all trying to get this? Just a good, and the women will say, just a good conversation or whatever the case may be. And then we can say like, bro, when I say the reason why I always got the numbers was because I never took that route. I will wear your motherfucking ass down with conversation. Not in the sense I talked you to death, but I would give you a little bit, walk away from me. I made you think of me. I made you remember me. I'm going to get your number. I could have got it then, but I said, nah, I'm going to play it smooth. I got to see if I like you first. You feel what I'm saying? And it was in that conversation with women. I had to play it back. Like, no, nah, I don't want your number the first time. Because both of us are behaving well. Because now you have to force yourself to trust me, and I got to make myself lie to you. I can't, And by lying, I don't necessarily mean I'm purposely deceiving you. I'm only giving you half the truth to me, and I'm giving you the half of the side that's going to make you trust me enough to give me your number. We in an instant gratification society. We in a society that you got to get it the first time. So women are awesome. Ooh, I like a man who has the confidence and shit. How do you think we get that point? I can get any number the first time. I don't do it. I haven't gotten any numbers in a long time, so I might be rusty. Nah, I ain't rusty, bro. I got it, man. That's, that's not a, a no-brainer. I ain't even going to say no modesty on that shit. I just know. Tied into the damn minutes. I know. But... We have, this is where we both lie. Because women have to get to a point where they can trust the man that for that. Yeah, I, I, I trust you enough to give you the number. No, they don't really like the motherfucker. But now I got to wear you down and build you over time and shit like that. No, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't doing that shit no more. You feel me? I don't shoot shots. I don't do none of that shit because it's all off of instant shit. If we've been vibing for a long time, then it'll get to the point. All right, let's take this off of social media. Because now both of us, well, off of social media, whether it's in real, um, or real time, I see you, whatever the case may be. I'm not going to get the number the first time. This just happens to be a happenstance that I see you here. Now, if we frequent the same place, then it's like, oh, yo, you pull up here. I pull up here. And then we start talking. We have fun and blah, blah, blah. Then I can say, you know what? I know that I can make the choice to get your number. I'm not believing that I have to have your number and everything is going to be good. No, because now we both got to behave. I don't need that shit. I need to know that who I'm giving my number to is worth me giving my number to. And when we look at how our relationship standards and everything is set up like that, everything is so instant. It's just like, yo, you got to be on a level of belief. Women, oh, I trust you enough to give you, like, think about that shit. Within a 10-minute conversation, like, that's what was scary, but I'm, I'm glad I got a good heart and all this other shit, but like, Within five minutes, I can get a free phone number the first time I meet her. You ain't really like me. You want the fuck. You want this dick. That's what it was, but you feel me? And yeah, I want the fuck too, but you know, then it's like, oh, we got 90 day rules. All of that shit, 90 day rules, all of that shit is bullshit because none of it would be needed if we took the time to truly know somebody. But it, even more than that, took the time to know ourselves, which means understanding both sides of the duality and finding the truth within who we are, then we would stop rushing into relationships. We would stop getting into bullshit. We would stop fucking up our realities. But we can't because we stick at the level of the um of the mind in which we believe and we don't ascend to the level of the mind in which we know. And because we don't know, 
we can't choose. And because we can't choose, we continue to pick options that ain't even really for us. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Justine's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Pala Cafe Clothing. All right, all right. I'm going to go ahead and end it there. That's pretty much it. I, um, yeah, that's all I got to say for that. Uh, that's the second level of the mind. So the first level we have is belief. Second level is knowledge. Belief is predicated by fear and faith. It's like fear is, faith is going to make you go towards something that you don't know nothing about. Fear is going to make you stay away from something that you don't know nothing about. When you take the chance to have faith and believe in it, you can go towards it. Then you face the wall of cognitive dissonance and you have the option to break through that wall of cognitive dissonance by understanding the antithesis. When you learn to understand the antithesis, antithesis of something, which is the opposite side of it to find the truth, that's when you first obtain truth. And to get through the wall of cognitive dissonance is about obtaining truth. When you learn the template of how to do that, that's when you walk into the realm of knowledge. And when you walk into the realm of knowledge, you're able to make choices. It is our choices that lead to our experiences, not our beliefs. <laughs> it's not our beliefs. Contrary to what a lot of motherfuckers think, what you believe ain't got shit to do with your experience. You feel me? That's why job markets are what they are. You feel me? They're like, yo, we need you to have experience. Fuck what you believed. Your degree is what you believed in. Your degree is what you believed in. We don't even know if you really have knowledge of this thing until we see your experience work, because now you have to get to that third level of the mind in regards to this. The knowledge is your ability to choose with this information that you believe in for your degree. Can you make a choice in the realm of the moment that you're in? Yes or no? I don't give a fuck if you got A's. I don't give a fuck if you did all of this community volunteer work. Do you have the experience? And to get the experience comes from consecutively making choices. Just like gaining knowledge is continuously facing the antithesis of a thing. Because you get to the point where you're always seeing the other side and finding the truth. That's knowledge. Now, when you take this knowledge and you make choices, those choices lead to your experiences, which goes into the third level of the mind, which is what we'll discuss next week. It's not hard. It's not hard, but it can't teach you this. They can't teach you this because now this is a whole different level of accountability. When I tell people about the absolute self, I don't be bullshitting, y'all. This ain't the conscious rhetoric for us to, for, for me to sound good and sound smart. I do this. I'm only telling you what the fuck I do. My mind is there. That's why I'd be hurting my feelings when people be like, yo, I can't go where your mind goes. You don't want to understand shit. <laughs> you don't want to know shit. You don't want to experience shit. You just want to believe shit. Okay. All right, man. It is what it is. Your mind, can, everybody's mind can go where mine went, where mine is, because it's just a process of what you got to go through. Knowledge is not hard to obtain. It is dealing with the betrayal that potentially comes on your quest to gain knowledge. Because truth is not pretty. 
Like I said, it ain't ugly either, but truth is largely not pretty. You have to really sit with yourself and find the duality of, and this is why when I teach, especially in Soul for L3, teaching my brothers and shit, like when I teach going through the tree of life, it is about getting into the self. Everything I do is about how you're doing to yourself. You walk through the process of truly uncovering who you are, which means knowing who you are, experiencing who you are, and then understanding who you are. So then you have the capacity of rejecting and accepting, which is the highest level of understanding. But we'll get to that, like I said, in two weeks. We got, we still got experience to get through. But when your knowledge reaches that point where you continually make choices, making choices is a function of Making choices is a function of being able to see the antithesis of a thing, continually seeing the antithesis of a thing, and finding the truth in it. That's why I, like, I can't trust anybody these days. I seek to know a person. I want to know you're good. I want to know you're bad. Everybody's on their best behavior. A lot of people tell me all the time, they're like, yo, you so transparent. I like your transparency. You don't hide anything. You're not afraid because I don't give a fuck. I know me. I understand me so well that I know that I'm not a problem. You feel me? I'm only a problem when somebody is trying to come into my realm and into my space in, in a believer's mindset. I know when a motherfucker's on a level of belief or the mind because they don't want me to see their bad side. I don't mind showing my bad side. My bad side makes me good. Like real shit. <laughs> my bad side is what helps makes me good. Just like my good side is what helps make me bad. The two are one and the same. It ain't no different. It is not a difference. You feel me? But I have reached a point where I know myself. And in knowing myself, I have reached a point. In, in knowing myself, I made the choice to say, I want to be this way. Or I want to be that way. I want to say what the fuck I want to say today. Like, motherfuckers fear of cancel culture. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you and that culture. I made the choice to say what I was going to say. I made the choice to do what I was going to do. I don't give a fuck about none of that. For one, you're not going to beat my ass. And for two, you don't stop shit over here. You feel me? None of that shit matters to me. Because I know who I am. I know what I am. I know where I am. I know when. And I know me. And I know. I know the antithesis of who I am. My dark side is we we cool. My light side, we cool. It ain't no, it ain't no animosity. That's what I'm saying. Your absolute self is when you make that merger between your lower self and your higher self and remove that capacity of saying, oh, I got my lower self or oh, my higher self because you put them in a hierarchy. No, nigga, they opposite sides of the same coin. It's pretty much your light side and your dark side. But you gotta embrace that. You don't shut your dark side down. Your dark side is what got you through those moments when your light side kept you blinded. Most of the shit that we've gone through in life and most of the shit that we actually get through, the tough times, our dark side had to step in. So why would we silence that shit? I know people all the time is like, yo, my life was hard. It went through this. It's like, yo, I appreciate my bad. I appreciate my bad. I love it. I love it because I know me. I know that if there's some shit, like my, I, I can trust my bad side to get me the fuck out of it. Cause it's always gotten me out of it, but it comes with knowing. And now I make choices to do good shit. I make choices to do bad shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I still do bad shit. I still do bad shit. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? 
Now, I know shit is going to, you know, jeopardize my freedom. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, sometimes bad shit is warranted. I don't, it's, Jay-Z got a line on uh, Freemason. He said, Lord, forgive me. I never would have made it without sin. Show me a motherfucker who can. Those very people who believe that it devouts and they're going, like, they're not. You feel me? Because they'll tell you, oh, he ain't done with me yet. But damn, nigga, act like he started. At least they're not making choices. They don't know how to make a choice. And in making choices, I'm willing to deal with the consequences of what comes with that. You feel me? When I say certain shit, when I do certain shit, like, it's people be thinking I'm fearless and I don't, I am, but people think, oh, you just don't give a fuck. You real, you just done the third. Nah, bro, I'm willing to deal with the consequences for the choices I make. You feel me? You heard the 200th episode. If not, I suggest you go back and listen to it, no matter how long it is, sit with that. That is a very pivotal episode because that is the power of choice. I knew me. I knew me so well that I knew I wasn't a bad person. I knew I wasn't a sick person. I knew I wasn't fucked up in the head. I knew I didn't do anything wrong. So I was able to own up to it. And say, no, I didn't do nothing wrong. But, hey, I faced the consequences. The consequences was fucked up. You feel me? That was deep as shit. But I knew what those consequences were going to be for me making the choice to do something. That was the first time I ever experienced my power. Not just as a man, but as a human. That was the first time I experienced my power. Because I was like, I could lie. But I could tell the truth. But I didn't know the opposing side before I took, but before I told the truth. Only knew my side. And I knew I ain't do shit wrong. You feel me? Contextually. But that's why I told. That's why that's why I said, you know what? I own that. Ever since that moment, I said, yo, I made it through that. Nigga. That helped my decision making because it helped my choice. It gave me the power of saying, okay, hmm, this is what free will is. Now, can you deal with the choices? Everybody doesn't want to deal with the consequence. I mean, the consequence. Everybody doesn't want to deal with the consequence. Everybody wants to, oh, I want to be a free spirit. Like, women say it. Like, I see it all the time. I know women was like, yo, I just want to embrace my sexuality. They out here hoeing and shit, becoming suck buses and shit. And then now they're catching shit. They motherfucking wilding out. They're not protecting themselves. They're doing all, like, you made the choice, but you couldn't deal with the consequence. You feel me? There's women I know right now who make conscious choices to not have protected sex, ended up getting pregnant, got abortions, and now they want babies now and they can't. Their wombs are fucked up. And I get a lot of people be mad. They be like, yo, you don't, you shouldn't tell somebody like that. And that's the problem. A lot of people can't deal with the truth. That's the opposing side to your reality. You feel me? You made a conscious choice. I don't give a fuck how young you were. If you was young and dumb, so what? You made the choice. You shouldn't have been young and dumb. That's your fault. Everybody makes mistakes. Yes, now own them. Now you got to live with that. What are you going to do outside of that? Because now you don't want to express to the to the person like, there's things right now that's like, yo, I don't, you got to tell me some shit. Like, don't waste my time. Like, I remember one time I was talking to a woman. And I respect her so much because she already had kids. And I still want kids. I'm going to have kids. And she was like, oh, no, nah, you could just adopt mine. I'm not having any more. We're going to stop this right now. Wow, you just going to cut me off like that? Yes, nigga, you don't want kids. I do. There's no, like, 
The choice is stupid. The choice to stay is stupid on my part. Because I don't win in this situation. You do. You get me and I know that I want kids. You already have kids. You don't like, no, I don't like, I'm not raising another nigga kids. I don't mind it, but I want mine too. And if you're not willing to give me mine, what are you telling me you want me to be? And then if I walk out on the kids and shit or whatever the case may be, because I realize, damn, you know, I don't want to be in that situation. So I learned to accept the knowledge up front and, uh, and receive the knowledge up front. I go into every situation with the knowledge first. Let me get the antithesis. Do you want this? I'm not going to, oh, things are going to change. I'm not stupid. I ain't delirious with that shit. I'm not going to sit there and assume things. No, knowledge allows me to see things for what they are. When motherfuckers be like, yo, it is what it is. It's one thing to say that shit, but it's another thing to understand that it is what it is. It's tied to the reality that you have made a choice and you know. You feel me? And it's largely also to experience. A lot of niggas, a lot of motherfuckers don't really know experience too well. You feel me? And we'll get to that next week. But for now, I wanted to break down knowledge. When you have the capacity to make choices and live with those consequences, and that's a part of living with those consequences. A lot of people can't live with the consequences they make because a lot of people don't anticipate what consequences are going to come. And that's one of the things that I do. I don't anticipate the consequences are going to come, but I assume, and I just say, whatever can happen, can happen. Good, bad, or ugly. I don't care. But I'm able to say, okay, wow, a part of living with the consequence is when you're able to get to it. This is where the knowledge comes in because it's like a reverberating effect to sustain itself. It starts to work on itself. When you make choices and you start to deal with the consequences to understand and thoroughly get get through what that consequence gave you, you have to see both sides. You approach this consequences. Damn, this is what happened. Here's the good. Here's the bad. Here's what I did. You feel what I'm saying? And live it. I got a song that I did years years ago. It's called What Ifs and OLs. That is an epitome of that. I live by OLs. I, I live by OLs now. And that is a part of knowing. When I go into a situation, I'm like, hmm, here's the good, here's the bad. I'm going to make the choice to do it because regardless of what the outcome is, I can see is the reward going to be worth it? Yeah. The reward is worth it. Cool. I'm in it. And if it's not, if I don't, if I'm not rewarded for it and I'm punished, I'll deal with the punishment because I knew what I was getting into and I will blame nobody but myself. But I also, I also will not internalize that blame for myself. I will own it, but I will not internalize it as mine and and making that the reality of who I am as a person because it's not. That is a choice that I made. It is simply a choice that I made. We are not the accumulation of choices that we made, but our choices do predicate our experiences with life. When people tell me, oh, you experienced a lot, I made a lot of fucked up choices and I made a lot of good choices too. I hear that so many times when old heads are giving advice to young bulls and shit like, yeah, man, when you get, when you fuck up this much, you get wise. No, that's not the only thing that gets you wise. I have, I literally have just as many fuck ups as I do wins. Just as many losses in this life as I do wins. And I'm and I and I spend time on both of those. I equally appreciate both of those because of what those experiences got me. You feel me? Fuck all of the bullshit. What did I gain out of this? I gain out of everything. 
And that's the thing about it. When you see the consequence for what it is, that's where your gains are going to be. How do you use this? And this is when you get into the experiences. Your accumulation of choices will make you wise because they give you experiences. That's what takes you to the third level of the mind. From the third level of the mind, when you become creative with your experiences, when you can create to them, that's when you have understanding. A lot of my experiences I have given y'all, I've created with them. My greatest creation, I feel, and I hope my children so frail don't get mad at this, but my greatest creation is the inflate with inflation community. And that is the accumulation of being creative with my experiences, my one-on-one sessions that went well, my one-on-one sessions that went bad, the one-on-one sessions that didn't go, the one-on-one sessions that I had to cancel because of X, Y, and Z, um, the, the, the course material of, damn, this person didn't get this. Some people were moving in a faster time. All of those pivots were my experiences as a whole. And even still having to be on a side where I'm trading and I'm doing all of these things, those are still within me. And I'm still having to get that. And all of those experiences, I got creative with them. So frail as well. All of the experiences that I have in my life, I created something with those. But I didn't just create anything. I created what I understood. You dig what I'm saying? So this was the second level of the mind. It's powerful up here. Because once you get to the point where you can make choices, I promise you, and you can have your choices, your when you get down to the choices and you're, they have been wired down to your unconscious mind and your decision-making is on point, you automatically know what's what. Down to the women, down to the... Like, when I start telling y'all about types and attraction, this is how I do it. Like, when I got to the point of knowing myself, I say, I ain't attracted to my types no more. <laughs> I'm not attracted to my types no more. It's crazy. And I started to see different things of, you know, but it came choices. Do I want to choose to continue to fuck with my type? Or do I want to choose to now fuck with my attraction? Which means I have to make a choice of knowing both sides of what's going to allow me to be viable in the situation. You feel me? But that comes with knowledge. And then, like I said, once you get it down to your unconscious mind, it helps with your decision making because your conscience now kicks in. Because that's where your consciousness, your conscience revives, resides. You feel me? But... This is long, and I don't want to keep going on. That's, that's So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our kids, our kids, they're already open on all levels of the mind. We shut them down. Now we got to teach them how to truly know. Sit with your kid and let them see both sides of a thing to let them have the truth. When they ask you why, that's what they're looking for, the truth. They don't want you, they don't want to trust that you know the answer. They want to arrive at the conclusion, the answer for themselves. So the fastest way to do that is to give them the antithesis of a thing. When they ask about this, give them this and the opposite side and say, now here's where it sits in the middle. Where do these two things agree? And right there is your truth. Program them. I'm not even going to say program because I don't want to make it seem like we're like them. But teach them and guide them into using their mind for that. I promise you, you'll raise critical thinkers just like that. Because you're able to see the opposing side of a situation and come to the conclusion of where these things agree. And where these things agree is where the truth is. Simple. But that's all I got. So go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.